All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I'm Valsa Williams. The headlines, Moon Mission Chandrayaan-2 to be launched from Sriharikota at 2.43 p.m. Congress-JDS coalition government in Karnataka likely to face trust vote. At least 37 persons killed due to lightning in Uttar Pradesh. Rain lashes various parts of Kerala. IMD issues red alert in six districts. British Prime Minister Theresa May to hold emergency meeting on Iran's seizure of UK-flagged oil tanker. And BCCI announces three Indian squads for West Indies tour. Virat Kohli to lead the team in all three formats. India's expedition to the moon is all set to begin today with the launch of Chandrayaan-2 by using the heavy lift launch vehicle GSLV Mark III. The rocket carrying the prestigious probe will be ignited at 2.43 p.m. from the Satish Dhawan Space Center at Sriharikota in Andhra Pradesh, some 90 kilometers off Chennai. The launch rehearsal has been done by the scientists and engineers of the ISRO at Sriharikota yesterday. The National Space Agency has said all the parameters during the rehearsal were found to be normal. Speaking to reporters in Chennai yesterday, ISRO Chairman Dr. Sivan said that all preparatory arrangements have been put in place for the mission. India's heaviest launch vehicle, GSLV Mark III, will launch the prestigious Chandrayaan-2. Chandrayaan-2 is the next leap in technology as we attempt to soft land close to South Pole of Moon. The soft landing is extremely complex and we will experience approximately 15 minutes of terror. Our correspondent reports the total cost of the mission is 978 crore rupees. The mission objectives of Chandrayaan 2 include studying mineralogy and chemical composition of lunar soil to search for water or ice in the near south pole of the moon, examining its atmosphere studying lunar seismic activities and to carry out mapping of the moon using high-resolution cameras. One of its main goals is to make a soft landing of an indigenous lander on the uncharted territory of the moon. The mission Chandrayaan-2 has evoked huge interest among the people of the nation. It is evident from the booking of all the slots meant for the public to view the launch within minutes of opening the online window for registration. Jay Singh, AR News, Sriharikota. Originally, Chandrayaan-2 was planned to be launched on the 15th of this month. However, a technical snag was detected less than an hour before its scheduled liftoff, forcing the mission to be halted. In Karnataka, the coalition government partners, Congress and JDS, are making last-ditch efforts for surviving the floor test that is likely to be held today. Congress leader D.K. Shiv Kumar had informed yesterday that JDS has offered to part with the chief minister's seat to the Congress in an effort to bring back the rebels. He hoped that the coalition will win the trust vote today. With the support of the BSP, the coalition has the support of 100 MLAs, including the speaker, while BJP has the support of 106 MLAs, including an independent. The two independent MLAs, R. Shankar and H. Nagesh, are set to move the Supreme Court today, seeking a direction for the conclusion of the floor test by this evening. The Apex Court is also likely to hear the petition filed by the Congress, 
seeking clarity on the issue of the whip to the rebel MLAs and application of anti-defection provisions. More from our correspondent. The stage is set for the all-important floor test in Legislative Assembly today, though it is not clear whether it will be a smooth affair. The Congress Legislative Party leader Sidramaya had raised a point of order in the House last week that trust vote cannot be held until the question of whip to the rebel MLAs is settled. The Speaker is yet to announce his decision on this point. A case has also been registered in the Supreme Court on this issue. There are several members in the House who want to speak on the motion of confidence before the trust vote process is initiated. There Therefore, the role of Speaker, Governor and Supreme Court observations are considered important in deciding the future course. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. Rajya Sabha MP D. Raja was appointed as the General Secretary of the CPI yesterday. The veteran leader who replaced S. Sudhakar Reddy said he wants all Communist parties to come together and rework strategies. The last rites of senior LJP leader and MP Ram Chandra Paswan will be held on the banks of the Ganga in Patna this afternoon. Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar announced that Ram Chandra Paswan will be given a funeral with full state honours. The mortal remains of Paswan will be taken from Delhi to Patna today and will be kept in the party office before the last journey. Lok Jan Shakti Party Member of Parliament from Samastipur in Bihar, Ram Chandra Paswan, 57, breathed his last yesterday at Ram Manohar Lohia Hospital in New Delhi. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will share his thoughts with the people in the country and abroad in his Ban Ki Baat program on All India Radio on the 28th of this month at 11 a.m. It will be the second edition of the program after Mr. Modi assumed office for the second term. In the last episode of the program, Mr. Modi said awareness about holistic health care has enhanced the glory of yoga. He said promotion of yoga is a great example of social service. Holistic health care is this is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. In Uttar Pradesh, at least 37 persons have been killed, while 13 were injured in different rain-related incidents in the state yesterday. Most of the casualties are due to lightning. AIR Lucknow correspondent reports. Maximum seven casualties reported from Kanpur and Fatehpur districts each, while lightning killed five persons in Jhansi, four in Jalon, three in Hamirpur, two each in Ghazipur and Balia, and one person each in Devriya, Jaunpur, Kanpur, Dehat, Chitrakoot, and Pratagar districts. Those who lost their lives were either working in their farms or have taken shelter on the trees during lightning strike. Two persons lost their lives due to snake bites also. Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath has expressed grief over the death and announced a Ratio of 4 lakhs each for the family of disease. Sushil Chandra Tiwari, AIR News, Lucknow. Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar has instructed officials to provide relief materials to marooned people in remote areas by helicopters. After visiting relief camps at Sitamari, Darbhanga and Katihar, Mr. Kumar asked the officials to step up relief works in affected areas. He asked officials to make arrangements of an extra kitchen where more than 700 people are staying in relief camps. 
The chief minister has also asked authorities of flood-affected areas to ensure payment of 6,000 rupees each to each of the flood-affected families. Over 66,76,000 people in over 12 districts have been affected due to the current floods. Over 1 lakh people have taken shelter in 131 relief camps. The flood toll has risen to 102, with five more deaths reported during the last 24 hours. Four people have died and three, including two fishermen from Tamil Nadu, are still missing as rains continue to lash Kerala. Red alert has been sounded in Kasargod, Iduki and Korikod and Kannur districts till tomorrow. The Indian Meteorological Department, IMD, has issued red alert for Korikod, Wayanad and Kannur districts today. IMD has also predicted extremely heavy rainfall in Kannur and Kasargod districts of the southern state tomorrow. Talking to AIR, IMD Director General KG Ramesh said, the heavy rainfall warning has been issued to Kerala. Several districts of the Kerala have been receiving widespread rainfall activity for last four or five days. And today, apart from Kerala, South Indian Karnataka, around Bangalore, Mysore also would receive widespread and moderate to heavy rainfall. Even though the intensity of rains has reduced, coastal areas of the state continue to bear the brunt of the rough sea. The New Services Division of All India Radio in its weekly bilingual live phone-in program, Public Speak, will bring you a discussion on vector-borne diseases, awareness and cure. This can be heard on FM Gold Channel and additional frequencies from 9.30pm. Listeners can ask questions to the experts sitting in our studio on toll-free telephone number 1-800-115767. Repeat. One eight double zero double one five seven six seven. Listeners can also ask questions on telephone number zero double one two double three one double four double four. Repeat zero double one two double three one double four double four. And post queries on our Twitter handle at AIR News Alerts by hashtag AskAIR. This program is also available on Doordarshan DTH. In Jammu and Kashmir, since the start of the Amarnath Yatra on July the first. Over 2,72,000 Yatris had darshan of Shivling at the Holy Cave till last evening. Sri Amarnath Shrine Board officials said that on the 21st day of the ongoing Yatra, over 12,000 Yatris paid obeisance at the Holy Cave. The annual 46-day Yatra will conclude on August the 15th, coinciding with Raksha Bandhan and Shravan Purnima. Prime Minister Theresa May will hold a meeting of Britain's Emergencies Committee today to discuss Iran's seizure of a UK-flagged oil tanker in the Gulf. A Downing Street spokeswoman said meeting will discuss the maintenance of security of shipping in the Persian Gulf as well as receive the latest updates from ministers and officials. Iranian authorities impounded the Stena Impero with 23 crew members aboard of the port of Bandar Abbas after the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps seized it Friday in the highly sensitive Strait of Hormuz. Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan is in the U.S. on his maiden trip to the country, during which he will hold talks with U.S. President Donald Trump. Mr. Khan will try to reboot bilateral ties that were hit after the U.S. President publicly criticized Islamabad, cancelled military aid, and asked it to do more to fight terrorism. The American leadership is likely to press him to take decisive and irreversible actions against terrorist and militant groups operating from Pakistani soil and facilitate peace talks with the Taliban. Prime Minister Narendra Modi hailed the medal hall by athlete Himadas, saying India is proud of her feat. 
The sprinter continued her sensational sprint form as she clinched her fifth gold of the month by claiming the top honours in the 400-metre race in the Czech Republic. Mr. Modi said India is very proud of Hima Das's phenomenal achievements over the last few days. The Prime Minister also extended best wishes for her future endeavours. The Board of Control for Cricket in India, BCCI, has announced the three Indian squads, ODIs, T20Is and Tests, and for the upcoming tour of the West Indies, India's tour of the West Indies will begin with a three-match T20I series starting August the 3rd in Florida. Virat Kohli will lead the team in all three series after the captain made himself available for the full tour. A report. Rohit Sarma has been brought back in the test squad while Jasprit Bumrah has been rested from the limited overs series along with all-rounder Hardik Pandya. Wicketkeeper Isapant is a part of the ODI, T20 and test squads along with Kohli and Rohit. Ridhiman Saha will rejoin the test side after a gap of more than a year. All will be missing the services of MS Dhoni after the former captain made himself unavailable for the next two months. Mohammad Sami, Bhuvaneswar Kumar and Isan Sarma also find their place for the test squad. The selectors have also picked Ravichandran Ashwin, Ravindra Jadeja and Kuldeep Yadav as the spinners for the test series. So Bhagyakar, Air News. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Sanjay Mattu. Thank you, Valsa. Newspapers this morning focus on different stories. Karnataka government on the line as House reconvenes today is the lead in the Hindustan Times. Glitch-fixed Chandrayaan-2 will be a success, the Times of India quotes the ISRO chief. The Indian Express leads with narrow window for second moon shot as launch opportunity exists just for a few minutes. Modi 2.0 sets fast pace in first 50 days. The Times of India cites a report card with key steps taken on national security and welfare schemes. Delhi bids final adieu to Sheila Dixit. The Asian Age captions a photograph of the former chief minister's funeral. First battle group to be along Pakistan border headlines the Tribune on the government's plan to have integrated battle groups as a step to restructure the army. And with that, it's back to you, Valsa. Thank you, Sanjay. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Moon mission Chandrayaan-2 to be launched from Srihari Kota at 2.43 p.m. Congress-JDS coalition government in Karnataka likely to face trust vote. At least 37 persons killed due to lightning in Uttar Pradesh. Rain lashes various parts of Kerala. IMD issues red alert in six districts. British Prime Minister Theresa May to hold emergency meeting on Iran's seizure of UK-flagged oil tanker and BCCI announces three Indian squads for West Indies tour without Kohli to lead the team in all three formats. With that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.